Hello, and welcome to this week's podcast. I am your host, Jason Martin. Today's date is August 6th, and I have with me today our co-hosts in action. April Mitchell. And Chris Scott. And we're here to bring you some of this week's awesomeness news in geekdom. Uh, We're going to go ahead and start off with entertainment news, because that's how we like to do this. Yes, we do. All right, well, of course, let me go ahead and start us off with the weekend box office. Well, my friends, it has happened. It is abysmal. This is officially the lowest weekend of summer 2017 and the sixth lowest of 2017. Wait, I did mean that 2017 both ways. (laughs) Anyhow, so yeah, it is the lowest weekend of the summer, and it is the sixth lowest for the year. That's horrible. Maybe everybody got tired of going to the movies. You know, it has been nice out. Oh, well, that is true. It has been nice out. But then again, you know, it doesn't stop some people from going to the flicks. That's right. But then again, I mean, look at what you've got out there. First, you know, first week out. Number one, Dark Tower. Woo! Took first place, 19.5 million. Is that doing well? Yeah, that's kind of not too good in my opinion. But then again, yeah, when Rotten Tomatoes is giving it 18%, oh, I guess, no. Yeah, I read an article about how you shouldn't look at the critics and all that, but, you know, if it's that low, there's a problem. Yeah, exactly. I mean, supposedly there was something about, you know, 19 is big in all of the uh, Stephen King books, and somebody made a joke. It's like at that point it was 19% on Rotten Tomatoes, but (laughs) I I know that they took the book series and tried to smush so much of it into one flick. That could be part of the reason, but who knows? Uh, second, Dunkirk survived in second place, seventeen point six million. The Emoji Movie <laughs> dropped, but it's it took third, twelve point four million. Uh, the new Holly Berry movie Kidnap came in fifth place, while the nationwide release of Detroit, which has been getting a lot of press, only managed to scrape itself up to eighth. Maybe because only the people watching it from Detroit. Uh, I didn't see it. Um, it's about the Detroit <laughs> riots of 67. So, Yeah, yeah that's probably why. Yeah. So, <sighs> nevertheless, it was a very weak weekend. But, you know, what can you do? Every weekend can't be all, you know, peaches and cream and, you know, greatness coming out. Although, you know, now that we're getting towards the end of the summer, very soon we're going to start getting the really good box office coming out soon. Because I know, well, we got about a month and a half till Kingsman, the... Golden Circle, and then oh, I know there's some other big ones coming out soon. I'm just trying to think. Oh, Annabelle for you horror f- freaks. What? Uh, the Nut Job Two, which is oh. a sequel, long, yeah, long. <laughs> and uh, anyhow, so who knows James Todd Smith? I didn't know it. You, you do not know James Todd Smith. You might know him by his rapper name, LL Cool J. That I do know. He is becoming the very first hip-hop artist to win a Kennedy Center Honors. Now, I actually knew of the Kennedy Center Honors, but I didn't actually know what they were. So here's your little um, piece of info for the day. The Kennedy Center Honors are annual awards given to those in performing arts for their lifetime of contributions to American culture. So considering things you've seen him do for hip-hop, movies, television. Yeah. I can understand why he's getting it. I'm very happy for that. That's, that's pretty exciting for me. Yeah, as a, hip-hop, as a hip-hop artist, I do enjoy him. 
So. Yep. And I mean, I've enjoyed several of his movies. I don't really watch NCIS Los Angeles, but I hear he <laughs> kicks ass in that pretty well. Uh, let's see. Next on the list. Of course, I'm keeping up on my Wonder Woman watch. Uh, it is now, it is just a hair, like $399.4 million domestically and 793 worldwide. It's almost a 50-50 split between domestic and worldwide, which still is keeping it only at second place. Just because somehow Batman vs. Superman ended up with like 570 million worldwide where it only got 330 domestically so how it's you know i'm still very happy about that you know i've heard you know we've already started hearing more word that they're going to get patty jenkins the director to go ahead and do number two plus possibly more work coming out for that for her possibly so i'm still happy about that for my fellow star wars fans whom you know we've you know, when you see somebody pass away, you kind of worry about how they're going to, yeah. you know, keep it. So I've heard that there have been reports that the last Jedi, Jedi, the last Jedi, <laughs> the last Jedi. So Episode Eight will send off Carrie Fisher's Princess Leia, quote, in an amazing way, unquote, says co-star John Boyega, who plays Finn in the movie. So, you know, the char- and from other pieces that I heard in this article, he will, um, the character will be alive at the end of the movie and will live on forever in the whole, you know, Star Wars mythos. So that's, that's a nice thing. I, I did not want to see her get killed off yeah. or anything like that. I mean, we've seen people that have gotten killed off in shows and movies because the actor dies. But then, it, yeah, so that's something nice. I'm going to, and then I'm going to wrap up the entertainment news with something completely hilarious. Mm-hmm. Well, you know how ESPN has so many different channels. ESPN, oh, yeah. ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN in Espanol, ESPN University, or ESPNU. Will officially, for one day only, be changing to ESPN8, the Ocho. Just for one Yay. day, and that'll be this coming Tuesday, August the 8th because of the fictional ESPN8 oh. channel that was in the movie Dodgeball. So <laughs> I've actually read more. I read into this article. They will actually be showing weird sports that day. You can dodge, you can dodge a dodgeball. Yep. Starting at midnight, they're going to be showing. Uh, I've actually got some of these reco- I've recorded because I actually want to watch these. Uh, disc golf, oh, which shoot. I know that's up your alley, Jason. Oh, yeah. Uh, roller derby, which... I knew, I knew of somebody that I used to work with at Sam's Club that actually did that for quite a while. <laughs> uh, the Firefighters World Championship. Do they just and, like, tear down and doors the and Moxie stuff? Games? Which uh, they described that real fast. It's basically just like another. It's kind of like. It's kind of like what pickleball is for badminton, tennis, and. Um, ping pong it's kind of a conglomeration of different things and i was trying to find a description of it again and of course i'm blanking out on it it's just like you know this thing this thing and this thing it's like four or five different sports being put together in one uh yeah i'm trying okay let's see here we go turns to 
Yeah. Okay. So yeah, just it's got a whole listing of things, but from midnight to basically about 11 p.m. on Tuesday, they're going to be having all these show, all these different shows: World Darts Championship, Arm Wrestling, yes. the Championship of Bags, which is <laughs> actually Sa- um, sack races. Hmm? <laughs> sack races. I don't know. No, 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 not sack races. Um, cornhole. Oh, cornhole that would be good. Unfortunately, Cotton McKnight and Pepper Brooks will not be there, so there will be uh-huh. no, you know, no sightings of either one of the characters. But I just thought that was freaking hilarious. Plus, it was just a very, very slow news week, to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, that is what I've got for your entertainment news this week. Yeah, I'll definitely have to uh, set up the uh, recorder to uh, record these things because that looks actually pretty interesting. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I just, like I said, I just saw a listing of it. Just, I know for me, it is channel 708. So just look, <laughs> just just look at the very last listings and you'll probably find the channel. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and move on to birthdays because birthdays are awesome. Everybody loves a good birthday. Well, if you have your birthday this week, you love it. Hopefully, unless you get a reminder that you're getting old and you just don't like getting <laughs> old because, you know, you get those crow's feet and gray hair. Oh, wait, no, I'm already got that. <laughs> Alright, bring it away! Today, M. Night Shyamalan, born 1970 in India. <laughs> the ones that I really cared about that he's directed or pr- produced or whatever. Signs, Sixth Sense, The Village, Unbreakable, and one that sounds like I want to see it called Split. And not the pie, or the secret pie, or the wait, what was the pie one movie? The Life of Pi? Yeah, I life didn't of think Pi. he did that one. It wasn't listed. Oh, he didn't? Oh, never mind then. For some reason, I thought he did. Anyway. Yeah, split sounds like it's good. Oh, wait. Jason split. O'Mara, born 1972 in Dublin, Ireland. He's Jeffrey Mace in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Albert Wesker in Resident Evil Extinction, Extinction and he's in a show I watch called Monarch of the Glen, which oh. is a Scottish show about being a laird of a village. Anyways, August 7th, we have David Duchovny. Born 1960, he's on the X Files Evolution, and he, I guess he's now on the new, been on the new Twin Peaks. Hans Matheson, born 1975 in Stornoway, Scotland. He's been in um, Clash of the Titans, Sherlock Holmes. Um, he was Thomas Cranmer in The Tudors, and anyone who's watched Mists of Avalon, he plays um, Morgane's son, Mordred. Yes. In the Mists of Avalon, we do not call her Morgana. She is Morgane. Hmm. Yeah. August 8th. Uh, this one isn't bad, I guess, per se. It's just I didn't have anything else. <laughs> Scott Stapp. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Born 1973. He's the former lead singer of Creed, and he's now a solo artist. Mm. He's pretty good-ish. Yeah, we saw him the other year. That was, he wasn't Last too year, bad. Yeah. Well, he was kind of off-key a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. Thank God the audience was singing. (laughs) (laughs) August 9th, we've got Bill Skarsgård, the young Skarsgård. He's the son of Skellen Skarsgård. Skarsgård. Born 1990 in, well, Sweden, of course. Um, He plays Roman Godfrey in the Netflix original series Hemlock Grove. And he's about to be Pennywise in the upcoming remake of the movie It. Then we have Jillian Anderson. I, I don't say that right, and I don't care. 
born 1968. She's on the X-Files, and apparently she's on the new show American Gods. I only got like one episode in, so I didn't know that. August 10th. Okay, sure. My computer just talked. Anyway, again. <laughs> or is that you? Oh, it might be me, probably. Well, stop touching things. You're fired. Yay! Stop touching it, Jason. I must not touch stop it. Stop touching it, Jason. Stop touching yourself. You, you get mad when I type and make noises, so stop touching it. Yep. August 10th, we've got Claudia Christian, born 1965. She's Babylon, on Babylon 5 as Susan Ivanova. Um, she's voiced a lot of video games. Guild Wars 2, Heart of Thorns. She just played a, an NPC Norn female. Um, she's been a voice on the World of Warcraft, Warlords of Draenor. Halo 4, Darksiders 2 is Muria, The Elder Scrolls 5, Skyrim is Ayla the Huntress, Ligate, Rickay, and Adrienne Evanici. Uh, Secret Weapons over Normandy, she's the White Rose. Earth and Beyond, she's Lady Catherine Isabella Olivia de Winter. Say that five times fast. Okay, and then we've got Lynn Cohen, born 1933. Um, I didn't realize until I looked at her face today that she was Magda on Sex in the City, but she was Mags in The Hunger Games Catching Fire. Hmm. August 11th, we have Chris Hemsworth, born 1983 in Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. Hmm. He's in Thor. He plays George Kirk in Star Trek. Mm -hmm. Ghostbusters, he's Kevin. Mm -hmm. The Huntsman, Winter's War, and Snow White and the Huntsman. He's, well, the Huntsman. Justin Kusulain, born 1984 in Royal Oak, Michigan. He's, on, he's been on Sleepy Hollow, and he is currently Ethan on The Walking Dead. Maybe. I don't know if he's alive or dead. I'm just saying I know he's Walking Dead. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Walking Dead fans. I just don't watch. And... Yeah, we can't watch everything. Yeah, that's right. Not everything. So, next Saturday, August 12th, Bruce Greenwood, born 1956 in Quebec. Um, he plays Pike on Star Trek and Star Trek Into Darkness. And he's the voice of Overlord in Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Hmm. Mm. He's playing some good stuff, too. Jim Beaver... Born 1950, is Bobby in Supernatural, and lost it in Breaking Bad, and Whitney Ellsworth in Deadwood. Hmm. Last one I threw in just cause. William Goldman, born 1931 in Highland Park, Illinois, is the writer of the novel The Princess Bride. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's a really good one to add in April. Mm hmm So those are birthdays. Yay! Yay, everybody! Uh, so, we'll, I guess we'll move on to video games. Uh, try to get this serious. Um, so, there's quite a bit here. Uh, I mean, I'll try to go through it fast, but uh, there was a Q&A with Ian Hazacostas, uh, so therefore we do get some more information, especially about patch 7.3 in Argus. So, exciting, actually. Um, it'll have five chapters and three subzones, so it'll be a little bit more of an area for us to explore. Uh, day one, we'll get to play the first two chapters and unlock the world quests, of course, so we can 
start grinding more stuff. Yay! Uh, week two, they'll release chapters three and four, uh, which includes uh, Macquarie uh, and Invasion Points and new world quests, so we get more world quests. Yay! Because we love doing world quests. Week three releases the final chapter, the dungeon, and the Netherlight Crucible! Yay! So that'll be fun. Um, once you reach level 110, here's some new changes for patch 7.3. Uh, it will now unlock all the relic slots, so you do not have to wait and go through your leveling to unlock all the relics. So you'll be able to use those relic slots right away to fill them up, so you can be more OP initially. Great. Nice. That's really good news. Um, we will also no longer need to do the Broken Shore quest line to go beyond the artifact level um, 34. And in fact, uh, in patch 7.3, we will um, have a level 41 artifact knowledge built in. So you'll automatically get artifact knowledge to 41. So if you're thinking about leveling your characters, it may be worth waiting to get to 7.1 or uh, for patch 7.3. Um, Although, you know, who knows how long it's going to be before they release it, because, you know, it's still in testing. Uh, anyways, um, it will automatically... Oh, and they're doing away with you having to research, so it'll just automatically research every week. So it'll just automatically keep increasing your artifact knowledge, um, so you never have to deal with that. Yay, at least as far as I understand, we won't deal with it. Um, invasions will still be occurring throughout uh, Azeroth. Well, the Broken Isles, not Azeroth. Um, there will be a catch-up token, oh, sorry, there will be catch-up tokens for, from missions and chests that will help quickly increase the item level of your followers. So, it's probably going to be something like we saw before, where it just automatically bumps the item level of your characters to a set number. Then you can fill it in with, like, lower, like, the smaller steps. So you don't have to do a whole bunch of them to try to jump them up if you're behind, because you just started leveling an alt. So they're kind of making this alt-friendly is what's going on. So Because people get burned out on characters and kind of want to switch out and give something a new test out. So that's good. I like that. Uh, the Netherlight Crucible. Um, the artifact trait is a steady progression, which is cool. Um, you'll pick what the relic gives as a trait now. So before it was just random. So you, it just kind of picked one of the traits in that tree. And you, you just... If you got like a 10 point up increase in relic you're kind of screwed because you usually did that and then it gave you some other maybe less useful trait i mean they're they're useful in some regards but there's more powerful ones to pick from so we'll now be able to pick um whichever one now they and they said that you cannot stack the same trait twice on one relic so my understanding to that means that um if you have separate relics you could of ty different types maybe you can stack them uh, i guess we'll have to find out more when this gets closer um and we get the ptr and all that um moving on artifact appearances except for the skill challenge and the plus 15 mythics will be available after legion so if you feel like you need to grind them now for your alts appearances for your weapons uh you do not have to worry about that as they will be available unless you specifically want the skill challenge or the plus 15 mythics which is going to be a pain in the butt to get anyways especially at this point in time so um yeah moving on mythics Mythic Plus participation is up, and teams like how it's working. So expect to continue the way it's working right now. And I do actually enjoy the Mythic Plus um, and how they're running it right now. So I think they've done a very good job with it. And I just actually got done running it a little bit earlier, um, just trying to get a couple of plus. Uh, ultimately, you want to get like a plus 8 in there, plus 9 before Tuesday, so you get a good drop. Um, I mean, the higher, of course, you can do it, the great better off you are so but if you want something pretty easy before you get that second fx uh, apex of plus seven 
Anyways, uh, moving on. Uh, we uh, won't see raid level tier sets from Mythic Plus, which we don't already currently. Um, there was a set that we could get from the Court of Stars, um, but you know it was kind of hard to attain, and it wasn't really worthwhile to have in the first place. So don't expect tier drops from Mythic Plus, is what they were pretty much saying, which we weren't kind of expecting, I hope. So. Um, I thought this was kind of cool, and I already heard about this prior. There will be a permanent augment rune in the 7.3 patch from the Exalted Army of the Light, which I think I already actually pointed out, um, which is good because uh, the only way that I know you can get augmented runes is pretty much through LFR, and most of those people are just turning around and selling them on the auction house for a lot of money because the people who really use the augmented runes are those in raids, like the high-level tier raiding groups. So you're pretty much just farming these things just to sell in the auction house to the higher-ups. Um, Nether shards will not be used in the upcoming patch, um, but will be around, so don't expect to have to try to cap that out so that you can get the best gear when patch 7.3 comes, because it looks like they're probably going to use a different currency for stuff. Or not even a currency. Who knows? But they're not using Nether shards for the next level tier or gear for the patch 7.3, so... Anyways, uh, they're not going to address the split raids from the sound of it, because they said what's what... They don't want to try to fix... Now, actually, I should probably go back. Split raids is when these <laughs> high-level guilds run um, a bunch of alts and, like, three mains. And then any gear that drops for their alts, they will just give to the mains. So what they're doing is... Because of the way the drop loot system works, you can share loot amongst anybody else who is present when something got killed. So what they're doing is they're running three or four mains um, with these runs, giving them all the priority gear that drops for their alts, who are also of the same class, and then they just do it for every single one of the, the 20 raid members. So you run like uh, seven <laughs> groups of, like six or seven groups um, in the it raids in one like week or day or whatever, however crazy it is. Um, so that you can gear up all your tunes um, and kind of twink them. And that's what the split, split rating is. But only the top guilds do that just to try to get an edge on gear for raid day. So um, Blizzard doesn't feel like they should be fixing this because it's just pri primarily just you know helping out those specific guilds who are trying to get world firsts. So the few shouldn't be punished because odds are whatever they're going to do to fix it is just going to make it worse for us normal people to just play the game. So, anyways, um, that's what they said, so, that, yeah, don't expect anything from that, uh, if you were worried. Um, they also said, as a last note, new Goblin organ models are still a high priority, but we won't see them in this patch. Some pre-orders, um, have already opened up and, oh, sorry, yeah. Oh, so, do, 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 do. Wah, wah. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> so don't expect uh, don't expect anybody like the priority for these worgen and goblin skins is pretty much what they said. They're high on their priority list, but it's not something that they're wanting to do right now, and they won't do with patch seven point three. So you're kind of like at the bottom, like you're the bottom of the high priority list, if that makes sense. <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I see what's going on here. Uh, somehow my thing got moved up here. That's great. Anyways, uh, that's all I had for that. Um, while, while you're fixing up your little bit, Jason, I'll actually throw out a little something. I actually watched Good. the developers vid from 
Overwatch. Cool. Looks like they're, you know, they fiddled with a couple of things, but most importantly, they the Summer Games returns again this year. It'll start again this Tuesday. The Summer, the summer Games. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they're bringing back the old skins so we can get those. So that was the... Yeah, I, I, so I forgot who was talking. One of my friends was talking about that. And I'm like, yeah, you know, because I feel like we keep miss, I keep missing out on that. Because I mm-hmm. got heavy into Overwatch after the Olympic Games, those last part of Overwatch. So, which was pretty early, I guess, in the age of Overwatch. So, and I and I only got into it right after y- you found that really good deal for me, and it's like I picked it up for like what twenty bucks or something like that, yeah. something ridiculous. Yeah, compared to what they normally price of that. So exactly. yeah, but I heard that those le- the legendary skins from last year will only be a thousand cost as opposed to three thousand, which like is good, normal legend because they make it so expensive to go back. I know. Like you know, like it's like do I pick one? Which one do I really want? And as opposed to now, I can buy three because I have like three thousand. So, yeah, I don't know which ones I'm going to be getting, but, like, some of the Zarya ones are kind of fun, so I might go with the Zarya skin at least. So. I heard that there's going to be a badass Mercy one, and I want to get my ass on that. Hopefully it's only 1K. Now, did they say it was only going to be one day? I, somebody had told me that it, was, it might just be one day for the Olympic thing, but oh, I'm hoping I it's a week. Oh, I doubt it. It's got to be at least one or two weeks. It would be ridiculous for us to, I mean, for them to try to present this in like a much small, a very small like weekend kind of period or something. Right, exactly. I'll look that up while you're finishing up your games. All right. Your um, games news. Moving on, Nintendo stated uh, the pre-order for the SNES Classic is happening later this month and will be on sale September 29th. So, as we've all known with how the Nintendo Classic went, fantastically, um, mm-hmm. some pre-orders have already opened up and are sold out. Surprise, surprise. Um, yeah, um, I'm sure some of these, um, are probably people who are going to be scalping them and selling them on eBay, which is what they were doing with the Nintendo Classics, so, supposedly, Nintendo says that they're gonna have extra stock in stores, which means maybe they learned a little bit from what happened before, and you might be able to get your hands on if you're standing in line at the store when they get released, because they said they were gonna have a lot more numbers. Now, what they meant by, like, in terms of numbers, who knows? It could be a lot, it could be a little, but at least they said, you know, we're going to be providing extra as opposed to what you'd pre-order, and you're pretty much screwed if you didn't get your pre-order in. So, mm-hmm. like, my, I, I feel like there's probably going to be, like, five at my local GameStop. So, <laughs> or whoever, Best Buy, or wherever these things get shipped to. So, I don't know. I'm not going to be buying one anyways, because if you do anything, like, in terms of, like, emulation main kind of stuff, you've already got it. It's just it's just that nice little look, because it does look like a mini Super Nintendo. So yeah. that would be the perk behind it, which is pretty awesome. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they don't have Chrono Trigger. and won't have Chrono Trigger, so... No! <sighs> sad face, sad face. Um, <sighs> moving on. Reported, uh, oh, Kotaku... Kotaku? Kotaku? Kotaku reported that GameStop um, told staff during a series of conference calls that they will be open on Thanksgiving Day this year. Well, we're already talking about Black Friday. Yes, that is correct. Um, mm-hmm. Hoping to cash in on those pretty Black Black Friday sales. So, unfortunately, um, GameStop had been pri- open on Black Friday um, prior to 2014, but then GameStop had announced that they wanted to protect the family and keep the stores closed. It appears that they no longer care about protecting the family, and they're now opening it back up to Black Friday, probably because they need to make sales, and Black Friday is always a good day to make sales, you know, because 
everybody's out and about shopping, and they don't want to miss out on that. And it's unfortunate that we've moved to Thanksgiving, like, day of Thanksgiving. Like, it's not Black Friday anymore. This is Black Thursday. Like, this is what it is. <laughs> like, we have gotten off of Friday, and now it's Thursday. So most of the people who couldn't get the day Friday off can now go to stores on Thursday and buy the stuff because everybody gets Thanksgiving off usually. Yep, so exactly. Uh, Plus then again, think about it. You know, once you're done with Thanksgiving Day, I mean, once 2, 3 o'clock's yeah. done, I got nothing else better to do the rest of the day. Yeah, so you just go eat your lunch, and then you go out and shop. And I don't think it's a bad idea, unfortunately, unless you're the... I mean, like, I think these stores should set, like, a time, like, we're going to open up at, like, 5 p.m. So that gives, like, everybody in the world a chance to, like, eat lunch, at least, with their family and enjoy that part of it and then go to work. But, no, because these stores are going to be open 24 hours now instead. So, like, there's going to be, like, five, like a, a skeleton crew during the day. And then people mm-hmm. are going to get screwed. Ah, oh, don't even get me started on this shit. Cause okay, not going to get you started. Go away. Moving right, along now. Moving on. Uh, this is an interesting way to market a game. Ghost Recon Wild has released a trial that lets you play the game for five hours <laughs> on the PSN or um, Xbox Live networks. Um, you will need to have the PSN Plus or Xbox Live Gold to play co-op with your friends. Um, but I think it's an interesting marketing strategy. Maybe somebody else has done this, but this is the first time I've actually seen it pop up. Um... I don't think I'm going... Like, I've heard great things about Ghost Recon Wildlands, don't get me wrong. Um, and it's definitely on my list to buy, and it's at my $20 mark right now. But, um... <laughs> or maybe less, depending on how many of my friends play, because I don't see any of my friends playing it right now. So... True. Probably because it's expensive. Anyways, um... Yeah. Uh, that's all I got right now for video game. Hey, did you uh, find anything more about that? Uh, yes, I did. Yep, what I found out is this. All, okay, the 2017 Summer Games cosmetic items will be the normal 3,000, 750, 225, and 20, 75 mm. for Legendary, Epic, Rare, and Common. For the other, for last year's, they're all one-third the price. So Legendaries okay. are 1,000, Epics are 250, Rares are 75. So they're going to have new and old. So they'll yep. have the new skins at 3,000 and the old. So there's going to be a new skin mercy is what you're probably talking about, right? Yes, there's supposed so, to be a sweet ass new new skin Mercy. So uh, Mercy gets all the good skins, anyways. Like I know, honest. damn straight. I mean, I got the one from uh, Chinese New Year earlier this year. I uh, don't know which one that was. The golden golden Mercy. Oh. Okay. I, I don't think that's the official name, but. Yeah, yeah. I, see, I like the one with the double horns and like the the devil tail. Um, oh, that's just that's nice. great. Anyways, uh, it will be going on from the eighth till the twenty ninth, so it okay. sounds like it's gonna be three weeks. Yeah, so we get the the standard. That's that's good. That's that's really good actually, because it takes a while to grind those loot boxes. Trust me, if you really want to play the game. Yep. Um, okay. The yeah the the skin I have is from the year of the rooster. It's the fortune <coughs> skin. It's like she's almost all gold. Huh. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know which one you're talking about. Yes. I, you know, I wasn't as happy with some of those skins. Like, I got the Bastion one for that, and it, that was probably okay. The main one was pretty good. I like the main one. But mm-hmm. anyways, uh, you just have to go check out the skins if you want. Yep, to exactly. Oh, we don't have it. Next. Just... So, uh, moving on. Uh, I'm going to go to talk to my Tech Talk. I don't have a lot of Tech Talk this week, but I did have a couple things that seemed interesting. So, um, if anybody, like... My age, probably, you probably have to be older, though, technically, um, to have bought one of these or had a family member buy one of these, <clears> and then you got to play with it, unless you're me or Chris. Uh, August 3rd <laughs> of this year was the 40th anniversary of Radio Hack, I mean Shaq's TRS-8, tra- TR- Trash-80, oh no, TRS-80, sorry, 
or what some of us would later joke would be the Trash 80. <laughs> Um, or thanks to Futurama, because they brought it back. Um, though don't get me wrong, it was not trash at all at that point in time, because it was like a pretty early basic, you know, you coded in basic. It was great. There was no hard drive, only four kilobytes of memory, and the cost was about $600. So back then in 1977, that was a lot of money to drop on a, a computer. Oh, so, plus, plus Jason, that motherfucking tape drive. Yeah, yeah, I had the tape deck, and then, like, sometimes you'd have to, like, it would just get so finicky, like, when I would try to read the tapes, and I'm like, mm. oh, well, that stunk, so then I have to, like, rewrite the code, line for line, don't even get me started on that, but, you know, the thing is, is, like, most of it ran in memory, so you, you just kind of ran the code once, and you were just happy, generally, like, unless it was something really worth keeping. Exactly. So, but, yeah, like, or it, like, took you more than probably five hours to write <laughs> no don't turn off no constantly back up every two hours anyways um i do like the trash 80 so um because robots are cool because we all love robots who doesn't hear love robots mm-hmm. so two years ago megabots uh was setting up a duel um and had been made a video challenging the japanese collective to a giant robot war and i actually do remember them coming out with this video and I thought that was just like, eh, okay. Well, it was a Kickstarter that originally brought in about $550,000. But unfortunately, the event will be... Oh, but, you know, the thing is, is that it's been two years since then. So, like, it's they've just been working on this thing. And I heard that they wanted to have, like, a really cool place, like an aircraft carrier to film this or something. Some, like, really cool location. But odds are they're not going to be able to probably film it on an aircraft carrier because, you know, that's kind of an aircraft carrier. So I don't know if you can just go out and rent an aircraft carrier. Anyways, um, but, you know, the, the uh, other thing about this is all these people who wanted to sign up to, to see this this mega bots uh, robot war thing uh, will not be able to super, uh, sur- like, you will not be part of the group to watch this unless you watch it through their Facebook or YouTube sites because they're probably fearful of the spectator's safety because apparently these things are going to be, like, shooting out fire and who knows what like i'm thinking missiles (laughs) like whatever you could probably put on a robot i'm thinking maybe they might just film this in the middle of a desert somewhere like that's what i'd do and then just have like some sort of remote controlled like video system so you can survey what's going on from afar but uh i think i'm looking forward to this like i would like to stream it and like watch it i'm sure there's probably gonna be some sort of premium cost or whatever so maybe i'll just watch it later when it's on i don't know history channel as the beginning of the end for all humanity anyways um that was a joke that's all i got so um you guys want to talk about game of thrones you got anybody else anything you want to throw in here game of thrones is fine yeah we can talk got all right so we need to put in a spoiler alert here uh spoiler alert we need to talk about uh if you are listening right now and you have not heard Game of Thrones uh, episode three, um, the Queen's should, Justice. Yeah, the Queen's Justice. Uh, you should probably not um, further listen to us. Uh, we you should, be... you should know where to find us. You should know where to listen to us, and you know, you know what we say at the end of the show. Just so pause then... the video, go watch it on HBO, and then come back or whatever means of channels oh. you watch it, and uh, come back to it and then continue this podcast. So you can find out our opinions on what's going on. So with that, please stop re- listening to our video or, or our podcast right now and pause it or just come back. All right. So who wants to start this off? 
Hmm. John gets to Dragonstone. Yes. Yeah. I thought that was it. And like his his first um instance with dealing with like seeing a dragon, like that would probably freak me the f out. Like if I just saw a giant dragon flying over, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, he handled it very well. Yeah, mm-hmm. actually, probably better than you know, maybe some other people who might just go like crazy and start running towards like, the ship. I probably have peed a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I I I definitely would have peed a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So um. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, we, we do, I was kind of expecting something bad to happen on the way there, maybe, but he had no problems getting there, so, you know, if I, I was expecting Littlefinger to have some sort of evil plot there to try and take out John, but, you know, that didn't happen, so. That's when he gets back. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much, on the way back, with all the. No, when he gets back. What do you mean? Remember, Littlefinger was left with Sansa. Yeah, exactly. Mm-mm-mm. Well, they're so gonna. Da- so Daenerys was asking for his fealty to bend the knee. Yeah, and John did not bend the knee. I'm very proud of him. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And I understand his reasoning because you know what, her, her family killed his family for the most part. Yeah, and they have more <laughs> pressing matters than this petty little war between queens. Yeah, exactly. He's like, there's a bigger war to the north. You don't. I don't know if you believe me, but there's this fictional just like your dragon's enemy up north i have no means of providing like any kind of proof about except the fact that i'm here talking to you asking for your help and for the dragon glass that's in underneath your castle so please give it to me and then which eventually due to Tyrion's intervention she does yeah like and you know i think it's cool that she actually listens to Tyrion. like obviously Mm -hmm. Tyrion has sway on her because she was like pretty much like no this isn't gonna happen no and then she finds out, and it could also be the fact that John's like her last ally, because who does she got left? I mean, well, the, she's got her the, Dorn, the Dornish had been killed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or captured. And her small little ragtag group of uh, gray. Oh, what are they called? Um, the gray Worm and the Unsullied. Yeah, yeah the Unsullied. They're at ca- they're at Castle Rock. Well, and we the Unsullied the are left without ships, but the Unsullied pretty much took that castle without too much of a problem. It sounds because they like. were give, pretty much giving it to them. Yeah, he's like, we're just gonna like minimum, like keep a minimum group there to kind of kill some numbers of them. But he's like, we emptied the grain stores. There's nothing there for them to stay to, to be able to maintain this place. So, good luck. We're gonna go to Dorne and collect some money. Yeah. Oh uh, no, yeah. Highgarden. They went to Highgarden. Yeah, and then we find out the city of Bra- um, Bravos. Yeah, which I thought was actually, you know, where they were talking about, right? Was actually where they were going to go. But no, it's not. I was confused about that. So, like, yeah, so they're funding now the Cersei. Because, like, it makes sense. Like, she promised they'd have money. She didn't say where it was coming from. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, plus, they have, they're not going to invest in the Dragon Queen who wants to pretty much make what they were doing, you know, outlawed in some of their regards, especially to the slave trade where mm-hmm. they were making, like, bank off of, mm-hmm. I'm sure. So, you know, like, they're, they've only got one person they can fund at this point. Who controls exactly. the seven? Like, or would want to try to control the seven kingdoms? So, yeah, and they're sure as heck not going to fund John. So, but still, friggin' oh, oh, Olena. Oh crap! What was the last name? Of oh, the old lady. Of you House know, she, Tyrell. Oh, like, uh, the red, the red uh, witch lady. The old no. lady. Oh, wait, old lady. That was at High Garden. The queen. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, He's all Tyrell. like, we, po yeah, we poisoned Joffrey. We didn't know it was going to oh, war. Yeah. You can go tell Cersei that and gives him the finger. Yeah. Pretty He's much, like, you could tell. He promised her he wasn't going to use the sword, but by God, he wanted to. That look on his face. Oh, he was. Oh, my God. Yes, that look on his face. Well, she got, she got, she's, she got her justice uh, in retaliation to him, you know, because, mm -hmm. like, he didn't think that she had any, like, you know, it's just like, oh, sorry. How do you want to go? Here you go. I chose this way because it would be the least painful. And after she takes it, she tells him. And she's like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that that ending was just kind of sweet to watch that. That was. Uh, Bran showing back up at Winterfell. Yeah, that was surprising. I, w I was thinking it was going to be um, Arya. Started. So did I. So I was just like, oh, Arya's back. I'm like, no, it's Bran. I'm like, oh, all right. And then, yeah, that was weird at the tree with, you know, the, yeah, I, uh, what, what, you're the yeah, three-eyed raven? What? What does this mean? Oh, well, you know, that one night, oh, God, I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah, how awkward is that? It's like, you know, tell me about your power. Oh, you looked good on your wedding night when you got raped. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's like, uh, somebody needs some sensitivity training. Yeah, he's... <laughs> Yeah, but he at least saw that he, he said that he was not fit to be king, and, like, they saw him as the rightful heir then. So he's just like, yeah, I'm not going to be this. I'm the Three-Eyed Raven. I'm not going to be king of the North. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of thing. So, but, you know, he's going to have at least a little bit of sway now, probably. At least over John, hopefully. Although John might just be like, what the heck is this kid talking about? Like, did he go crazy or something? Yeah, so, seriously. But he'll know information about John, so when John gets back, whenever that is... And then we'll yeah, see more about that. Uh, what about Jorah being completely healed of the grayscale because of Sam um, Sam's intervention? Yeah, uh, and uh, I thought that was cool. Um, what about the Grand Maester too and his response to the whole situation? I thought I thought Sam would have gotten more out of it, but then again, Sam also went against the Grand Maester's like orders too. So he was like, <clears throat> "You did a bad thing, so you're gonna." have to do this for me but you did a good thing so at least you're not cleaning shit out of the hands anymore yeah exactly and honestly you know what i think that actually has a double use because yeah it's like okay you have to go ahead and rewrite all this crap but then again think yeah. about it he, the maester's thing is to learn knowledge so right. it's kind of a I think you know. it's it's not a, a like while it seems like it's a negative it is actually a huge positive for sam mm -hmm. thank you that's yes, exactly so it, yeah and I think the Grand Maester realizes he will utilize that time to read what he's and learn what right. he's looking as at. he's transferred. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So and I, wasn't this also the episode with Cersei and the Dorn women? Yes. yes. Oh my gosh, that was evil. Oh, in that. But sale. it was perfect. Yeah. That that. Hey, you know that is the perfect justice for her to get back at. at oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. uh, well, an eye for an eye. Exactly. That's pretty much exactly what. And you're going to watch as your daughter dies in front of your eyes from the poison. And the way they're chained, mine. they can see each other, but they can't touch each other. Yep. Oh. Yeah, that's just, that's just sadistic. But that's <laughs> Cersei for you. And we're going to force feed you just so you stay alive to watch this. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Yep. And then tonight we get the season mid, mid. Uh, then uh, tonight is the season middles, yeah. the episode four, the spoils of war. <sighs> Why do they have to make this so short, too? That's the other thing. So fucking teasing us. That's what it is, you know. Oh, uh, you know they do. Well, hopefully they'll give us a definitive ending next season. Good yeah. point. Good point. Yeah. 
Eh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it's what this is. We got this is a half, right? So technically, there's like fourteen, but they're just giving us half of seven. So then it's the other half, like um, next year or mm-hmm. something like that. So. Anyways, I was excited. It went perfect. Like, I think they did a good job with the this episode, so. Like, I want to see the good guys win, though. That's, at the end, I, I want to see, you know, I want to see the Dragon Queen. I mean, we already know um, Cersei's got some sort of sinister plan for the dragons, and I don't want to see, like, she's gonna, I can almost guarantee you one dragon's going down. <laughs> so, oh. Yeah, because, like, what army... She, I mean, her army's stuck on uh, Casterly Rock for the most part right now without ships. So I'm thinking if they decide to take down all but one dragon, I hope they keep the one alive that she named after her deceased husband. Oh, yeah, that was kind of cool. Oh, Drogon, oh. yeah. Yeah, so... I didn't realize the other two were named after her brothers. Yeah, I did not notice that... I, or know, know that either until she said something about that. But yeah, did, so, did we so get that information earlier? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I missed that. But there you go. It's more more stuff. It's good. Oh, what about that whole little thing where um, the Red Witch is talking to... Um, crap, what's what's the dude's name? The, the other guy and saying, you know, like you, I'm not, you know, I'm not dying on this continent or something like that. Or I'm dying in a foreign land or something. Oh, yeah, the Red Witch telling... Um, uh, what's his name? Varys. Varys. Yeah. Varys. Yeah, like she, like she's already seen where she dies. Is pretty much what she was hinting to him, and he's just like, "What? Like, what the hell are you talking about?" She's like, "I'm gonna be back. Don't worry. I know I'm gonna be back because I know where I die." <laughs> mm-hmm. She's spooky bat shit, but we love her. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think I, I wonder how many like gods technically there are like in this world of theirs because like it feels like there's probably more than two. Uh, in my mind, like maybe there's a bunch of different types of gods. Well, there probably um, is. Yeah. It's supposed. To, well, I know the new ones are supposed to be like seven of them, or one of one of the sides. I don't know if it's old or new, but one of them is supposed to be like seven of them. I think the new gods is seven. And then you get the Lord of Light, and who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody probably knows, but we don't. We're not that invested in it that much to know about the full history. Yeah. Well, we know where Jorah Mormont's going to go now. Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, the moment he finds out exactly where she is. Well, oh yeah, there is that. But, I mean, I guess he's going to find out pretty quickly, because, like, the whole rest of the world knows anyways. Well, you know that's what? not I, true. I hope Cersei, the next episode starts with Arya showing up at Winterfell. Just starts, like, within the first ten minutes, I want to see Arya show up there, family reunion and all that, for tonight's yeah, episode. Good. And then we've got yeah. two people that'll be against Littlefinger. <laughs> and then the family reunion's like, "Hi, it's John." Well, John's not there, but you know, it'd be like, "John, I, I got resurrected." And then you know, it's like Arya's like, "Oh, I change faces." And then Brown's like, "I see everything." It's like Sam's everybody got like, superpowers. No, it's like Arya's. I change faces, and Brown's like, "I know." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know what you're going to do and what you've done. It's pretty much the whole thing. Of- Raven, so mm-hmm. dun, dun, dun. <sighs> I look forward to it. Oh, we'll probably see more of the wildlings tonight too. I think so. We'll find, Hopefully, find that. I mean, 
I think they're gonna end this section, like the seven seasons, with like the big giant war happening at the end of this. So this is all like probably leading up to. Oh yeah, the season finale will probably be the start of the war. We're yeah. all gonna be biting our nails for a year. Finally, winter has come. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we'll be like winter is still coming. It's gonna be it's gonna be next year's thing. I mean, they, they, no, uh, winter is here. That's what I'm saying. Like winter is still coming if they don't show the war. So no, exactly. winter. Uh, well, winter is here because they're coming. They're, saying, they're already saying winter's here. It's not still coming. Yeah. So, all right. I got nothing else unless somebody else has something else mm-hmm. they want to talk about. Um, the only other thing I'm going to – I'm just going to say that tomorrow, um, August the 7th, I am i can't believe this movie's 32 years old as of tomorrow, but 32 years ago tomorrow is the release date of Real Genius. I was oh looking that God. up, and I'm like, holy shit. Oh, okay. I was just watching that the other day. Yeah. But other than that's all I got to throw out there. I don't think I have that one. No, no I don't think we have it. Mm-mm. Good flick. I love it. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So, <clears throat> as always, obviously we have a website. We even posted a video of one of our D and D sessions on said website. Well, we'll we will be. You still haven't done that. It's not a video. It's an it's an audio. An audio, file. but we yeah. need that done. Yeah, we need to edit it. So we'll hopefully get that done. Maybe I'll give it to you. And we'll I'm it. not good at that. Oh, well, we'll work it out. Anyways, okay. other than our website, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. Our website is www.gloriousgeeks.com. <laughs> on Facebook, and Glorious Geeks. On Twitter, and Glorious underscore Geek. Instagram, and Glorious Geeks 3. Twitch, and Glorious Greek. Snapchat, and Glorious Geek. And Roll20, and Glorious Geek. Are you sensing a theme? I sense a big theme. So on that note, we are the Inglorious Geeks, so sit down. Shut up. And roll initiative. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed tonight's uh, Game of Thrones, and uh, thanks for listening to us. Yay. Bye, everybody.